trip through the 1970s through the music the politics and maybe the fashion this week it's 1973 it's the year we joined the EEC and according to the independent the most significant year of the 20th century the era of the state emergency the three-day week and the power cut a time when the faces of the country's leading trade unionists appeared on the six o'clock news as regularly as politicians well that sounds like fun doesn't it
Thank you for tuning in. I'm Jerry Evans. 1973 saw my 14th birthday, so most of the political storms passed me by unnoticed at the time. But the lights going off regularly and my dad only working three days a week was pretty hard to miss. So this was it. On the 1st of January 1973, the UK, the Republic of Ireland and Denmark all joined the EEC, later of course to become the EU. We were in a complete mess economically and according to the Heath government this was the way forward. It didn't go well at first, inflation continued to rise, the unions continued to constantly fight for more pay and better working conditions and it would only be two years before we were having a referendum on staying or leaving again.
Thomas's impassioned plea for us all to live together. The troubles in Northern Ireland continued and on the 8th of March a different in-out referendum was held. It became known as the Border Poll and there was a 99% vote for Northern Ireland to remain part of the UK. But that doesn't actually tell the full story as referendums often don't. Only 1% of the Catholic community voted in the poll. A bill to set up the Northern Ireland Assembly became law on the 3rd of May and elections for the new regional government were held on the 28th of June. There was much opposition to the Assembly and the bombs continued, notably in London's Oxford Street and Sloane Square. Meanwhile, the Bloody Sunday inquest lays blame on the British Army.
Back on the mainland, the Open University awarded its first degrees to students. And British Leyland, our loss-making nationalised car manufacturer, released the Austin Allegro, possibly the lowest point in UK manufacturing history. This rust bucket, all agro as it was nicknamed, was produced for nine years between 1973 and 1982. Nine years too long in my view. Anyone seen one on the road since 1985?
On the world scene, despite the rumblings around Watergate, Richard Nixon was sworn in for a second term as President of the United States on the 20th of January. There's a ceasefire in Vietnam as peace talks progressed. And on the 23rd of January, President Nixon announces that a peace accord has been reached. Prisoners of war start to be released, and later in the year, American troops start to make their way home. Strumming my pain with his fingers, singing my life with his words, killing me softly with his song, killing me softly.
President Nixon was surely hailed for the peace in Vietnam, but on the 23rd of March, in a letter to Judge John Sirica, Watergate burglar James W. McLeod Jr. admits that he and other defendants have been pressured to remain silent about the case. He names the former Attorney General John Mitchell as overall boss of the operation. The buck was being passed upwards. When you were young and your heart was an open book You used to say Anglo-French plane Concorde makes its first transatlantic flight, slashing the previous flight time. But Pan American Airlines and Transworld Airlines cancel their option to buy 13 of the world's first supersonic airliner. The stock exchange admits women for the first time and Princess Anne marries Captain Mark Phillips at Westminster Abbey, drawing a television audience of 500 million.
Back to the UK economy, miners reject a 13% pay offer. Inflation heads towards double digits and the economy slides into recession. The trade deficit was growing out of control and national debt was increasing alarmingly. Meantime, Pink Floyd released their concept album, The Dark Side of the Moon. Its themes explore conflict, greed, time and mental illness.
exploration took a different turn this year, the United States launched the orbital workstation Skylab 1 on the 14th of May. It weighed 77,000 kilograms and was 18 meters long. Skylab was damaged during the ascent to orbit, losing one of its solar panels and a meteoroid thermal shield. Subsequent crewed missions repaired the station and the final missions crew set the space race endurance record with 84 days in orbit. Skylab stayed in orbit for another five years before re-entering the Earth's atmosphere over the Indian Ocean on Western Australia on the 11th of July 1979.
out of time The trip we made to Hollywood is etched upon my mind After all the things we've done and seen You find another man The things you think are useless I can't understand Are you reeling in the years? Throwing away the time Are you gathering up the tears? Have you had enough of mine? Dan reeling in the years. One of the more bizarre events of 1973 was the start of the second Cod War. Iceland thought we were plundering their waters and started to cut lines and generally disrupt British fishing boats. Tensions rose and the Navy were called upon to intervene. Temporary peace was achieved in November when we agreed to limit catches. But this wasn't the end of it. It rumbled on till 1976 and it took NATO to negotiate a settlement. Thousands of jobs were lost in the UK fishing industry.
Okay, it's time to talk about Haverhub. And this week, I'd like to talk a bit about our phase one renovations of the old post office in Key Street. The works have just finished, leaving us with a dry, secure building, free from asbestos, with some lovely new roofs and windows. So special thanks to Carl Griffiths and Evans Buildings, our contractors, Ross James for managing the construction, Kevin and Chris from Idea Architects, and also a massive thanks to our funders at RCDF, AHF, THI and the John Perrot Trust. Also thanks to Gwyn Evans and Steve Jardine and everyone at PCC in planning and finance. But lastly, and not leastly, to our Haver Helpers and you the public, who've made our fundraising event so much fun over the last year.
No more speed, I'm almost there Gotta keep cool now, gotta take care Last car to pass, here I go And the line of cars drove down real slow And the radio played that forgotten song Coming on strong And the newsman sang his same song Red our love Golden Earrings Radar Love Right it's novelty time Here's Bobby Boris Pickett and the Crypt Kickers That's it for 1973. We've joined the EU, but for now our economy is still in tatters. There's peace in Vietnam, but blood on the streets of London, and handbags in the North Sea. I didn't get around to talking about the oil crisis, 
The 50 mile an hour speed limit that's just come into effect on our motorways and the three day week that came at the end of the year. Hopefully more on that next week. So thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you're enjoying these ramblings through the events that happened in my teenage years. It's been an absolute pleasure being here as always. The 1970s Through Music and Politics is a silent event production for Pure West Radio. Written and presented by Jerry Evans with production assistance from Simon Davies. Listen online at purewestradio.com. This is Pure West Radio. From Leicester to Lampy. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio.